Hey friends, I'm pretty excited. Today we have our good pal Lane with us to talk about our project over at the Shuv, which we'll clarify a little bit here in a little bit here. And we are leasing this property. It's a really exciting and fun and miserable project and we can't wait to share all the details. Hey friends. Welcome to the Schoolhouse Life where we answer your pressing questions and share useful tools for creating your most fulfilling, self-sufficient family homestead. We go back to basics in all things family, faith, and farming, and we're eager to teach you what we've learned. Everything from growing a garden to earning an income to living a less toxic and more nature-based lifestyle. We're thrilled you're here and hope you leave inspired to live your life as a schoolhouse too. Lane, say hi. Hey. <laughs> yeah, so we're leasing the property. A lot of people have asked questions about what that looks like and, and how we got started with that. And I think we need to start back a little bit at the beginning in terms of just you know, we've had our own per- private property that's just 10 acres, now 15 because we've added on, but kind of a small homestead when it comes to having livestock. And then Drew got all this education in regenerative agriculture and how you can improve the land and the earth at large, maybe even reverse global warming, if you want to call it that, with farming and regenerative agriculture. And I think then Lane saw this opportunity and said, let's, let's put Drew's money where his mouth is. Yeah, let's hear Lane's story. <laughs> <laughs> so... My kids go to a school that bought 40 acres, and they planned on building a school out there, and they really have a passion for teaching agriculture to students. But this was pre-COVID. COVID came, building prices, and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> They're not building a school for a while. So I was at one of the board meetings, and I asked the um, head of the school, I said, well, you know, is anybody even doing anything with it? Like, is anybody taking care of it? Bush hogging it, cutting the hay? What? She's like, oh, no. Nobody's been there for three years. <laughs> not like, even well, step foot on it. Like, right. Not, and I was yeah. like, well, well, dang, I got this friend. <laughs> and, you know, he, he does regenerative agriculture. And I said, he might be interested in looking at it, taking care of it, putting some cows on it. You know, whatever. And about the time I said that, I wish I could have grabbed my words and put it back in my mouth. Because I knew what was going to happen. It was going to be a project like no other project. I volunteered myself in a way. But that's okay. Right? So she said, heck yeah, all on board. Full excitement. It was a little bit overwhelming when she was like, yeah. I was like, oh. Now what? She really went for it. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, so we went out there and looked at it and quickly realized it's going to be a lot of work. Yeah. So there were some it's pros. There were some pros to this property <laughs> that, first of all, it wasn't being used at all, and it hadn't been used. So there wasn't, like, a lot of detrimental things going wrong. It has it has an outer fence, perimeter fence, that was mostly working. It, it so, only took a couple so of weeks. So it had three actual <laughs> perimeter fences yeah, stacked up on and each you other. you could tell... Through which decade slash century <laughs> right. each piece of bob wire was put into this property. I mean, it was... Lane's a true southerner, so it's bobbed wire, not barbed wire. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean... But I, I think, what, what would you say, yeah, overall, we put a thousand, probably around a thousand feet of barbed wire, Whatever's new barbed wire one, up. Yeah, what's one spool? I think it's five, uh, 500 it, or a thousand. I, I whatever it is, yeah. we put it in. Patched it. We spent what 
two weeks maybe three yeah. weeks yeah. with yeah. several volunteers thank you we volunteers. Had, we had 42 man, man hours yeah total. Um, total yeah did we Just, count children hours in that no <laughs> that's like negative hours yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, they had a good time. Fortunately, it was winter there. though, so like when we were right. out there, it was it wasn't hot, and okay. there were there was not yeah. a ton of overgrowth at the moment. Oh, yeah. So lesson number one, yeah, lesson one: <laughs> if you're going to lease a property and you have to repair it, yeah, do the repair work in the winter. Yeah, oh, if we were out there right I, now, oh it'd my be gosh, impossible. I would have quit. Yeah, I would have quit if we were out there now. It'd be um, impossible. So it was pretty pretty thick with briars, honeysuckle. What are the pear trees? Oh, the Bradford pears. I yeah. mean, we're chest, talking chest high poison ivy. Yeah. Ch- Fortunately, when we were there, oh the God. poison ivy wasn't out yet doing the fence. It's it full, full force. I think we didn't really evaluate the property much for like quality because we were like, it's, you know, yes. free. We know these yeah, people. Right. Right. So we were just like, okay, let's do it. We can fix it. Free acreage it is. is like free livestock. And there is a bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not it worth it. It's probably not worth it. <laughs> um, it does have a barn. It has a pond. So there were some infrastructural things there that made it easy to kind of hit the ground running. But yeah, the fence was probably the biggest challenge, although it was something I don't think other that was than the biggest challenge. No. No. Well, well, not until no, the... That was not the biggest <laughs> Then when spring came, I think all new challenges came. <laughs> challenging thing was repairing fence. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, it's like, oh, man, I know how to do Straight this. Straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you get into a little groove, you put on your tool belt, you feel like a man, you're out there twisting wires again. Right. I, I didn't feel like a man. Yeah. Right. Or a woman. Uh, you feel woman. like a cowboy. <laughs> right. You that's feel like a, you're really doing something. That's why I was like, this is what my ancestors Well, there's did. an end right? in sight. It's across the open Yeah, you know when you're done. Some of them did. That old rusty bottle. Probably <laughs> they probably was, yeah, pilgrims. But anyways, okay, so we got the fence up. Then, then we got the cows. Right, we put up some no. gates. We put up a corral. No, what did we no. do next? Next, we had to get water. Oh, set up the water system. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we looked up and found on what was it Craigslist or Facebook? Facebook or yeah, whatever it is. Somebody had two thousand feet of one, one inch, two hundred and fifty psi. Yeah, like the heavy duty. Poly pipe, yeah. water line. How much would that be if you buy it new? Uh, what was it like? It was like four times the price <laughs> if you bought it new. It was going to be like over a thousand dollars. Yeah, okay. we bought it for four hundred bucks. Yeah, a hundred dollars yeah. a roll. Yeah, steel. <laughs> Felt like we should have been wearing ski masks. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, the guy wasn't when we pulled up in the parking lot. <laughs> but you never know what these things You never know. You yeah. never know. So we got water lines. And, of course, we went and looked at the uh, the grandfather, uh, Greg Judy. Greg Judy, yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Drew, uh, or Lane took a crash course in Greg Judy. I am certified YouTube uh, regenerative agriculture. And he only now. just stopped talking with Greg Judy accent like a month ago or so. No. So. Good, good day, folks. <laughs> But anyway, so we the way we had it, Drew had figured it out, how many paddocks we needed to, or could place. Right. What were we like, like 22? I think 22. 22. Yeah. So I looked at the map of how we could overlap paddocks to get an efficient water system going with tires and the, the polyline. And Lane's a puzzle master. He loves it, solving these kinds well, of things. Well, I just, I like to be efficient yeah. as, yeah. as much as possible, <laughs> especially when you're, you're trying to bushwhack through head high briars yeah. and we did, yeah and, and the tires are like they're like giant tractor or earth moving tires yeah so they um that's another good find is i have a friend that works for goodyear and he ended up getting us some old i think they actually came off of uh what do you say a backhoe 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but they're sense. big. They are, yeah. yeah, they're huge. Like they're like they're four feet. Yeah, I mean, they're... do you know how many gallons they hold? No, a hundred. You take at least. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, maybe hundred yeah. gallons. Yeah, yeah. Those are those are really cool. Very resourceful. I mean, I didn't know that was a thing, and it was. It's a really cool. Describe what it looks like because it looks like a big tire. I know, but then how did you Sitting seal it? How did you make it work? Because it's not just well, laying some on the of them ground. we sealed. Some, <laughs> some we had to seal yeah, a little yeah, bit more later. Yeah. But <laughs> so you you cut the side wall out of one one side with the we use sawzalls. Yeah. Get yourself a, you a need good a, couple of blades. <laughs> yeah. And a, go through a few. And a Milwaukee Sawzall because the DeWalt one like went Ooh. like three feet maybe and then it quit. It was like, that's it. Oh. New battery. You know? Somebody just clicked <laughs> off your podcast. Oh, it's one of those no. blue and or yellow yeah. and black fans. Just your podcast. Hey, yeah. I've got all DeWalt tools, but I will tell you that well, thing did perfect. not work. Oh. Lane has all Milwaukee, just so you know, just to out him in this situation. Yes. He's got a red shed. But so yeah, we cut the sidewall off and then we pre-piped in a one inch PVC line and elbow that sticks up through the middle when you lay it on the ground. Yeah. And then concrete. Yeah, and you I will say it, the first one I put out there and I think how we had like five bags of concrete and I was like I was like, well, one bag will be enough. <laughs> and then I, I did it, and I was like, this isn't even close. So I just kept going, and I think I did, like, four bags yeah. or five bags. The first one, we kind of dug down. Yeah. And then we kind of, I think you realized on the, the last couple, like, maybe not dig down as far. Yeah. But that's the one that's, like, solid. solid. It does not leak at yeah. all. So, I don't know. Hindsight. Probably worth the right. extra $3. And- <laughs> it wasn't even the $3. It was the hauling it back there. Right. Yeah. We, don't, we do not <laughs> have, like, ATVs or four-wheelers And or getting anything, the so. water and all that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's anyway, a process. <laughs> it's a process. So, on the property, there's also about a three-acre pond. Yeah. So, we knew some of the property we could use the pond instead of a tire. Mm. But we were going to have to pump water around the property through all that those tire systems Mm -hmm. so our game plan was to pump water to totes at the highest point of the property ivc totes ivc totes which Um, also can be found used on craigslist or facebook more affordable it's basically making a little water tower yeah i mean what we're doing so we pump it up there and then it could gravity feed back to all these tires um that was that and then we put valves at each tire station so we could turn them on or off right. depending on where the cows were so they weren't all continuously filling at right. the same time. Which I'm really glad we did that. Right. That, was, that was a good Smart. one. Yeah. But and I'd say six months in, you've ironed out almost all the kinks. Well, well you know. getting closer. So <laughs> the, there's like... There's joints in the pipe, like different spots where like we have fittings or different things. And... The fitting should have just stayed in, but what'll happen is you'll go to the pump, turn the pump on, do some work because it takes <laughs> about thirty minutes for the tote to fill up. So you go. It's probably about like walking. It's a quarter of a mile through brambles. La- last time I went out least. there, I tracked it. I parked at the gate and I walked to the wa- to the water pump, and then I walked from the water pump back to the totes because that's where the cows were, and then I walked. Did the cow, moved the cows, walked back to the water pump, turned it off, then walked back to the gate. 
And it was about two miles. Yeah, you get your wow, steps in. Wow, yeah. yeah. You get your steps in. And it's not, I mean, it's not like an easy two miles. It's like, right. Lane yeah. does a pretty good job of mowing paths here and there, but, you know, there's brambles, there's... Snakes, ticks, flies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at this point, it was, it's still pretty rough at the beginning. Yeah. Like, yeah. So we got that, the water squared away. But it's so efficient because, just as a describer for these tires... What happens then is we can wagon wheel move the cows around them so yeah. they stay at the same tire for probably six moves, five or six moves. Yeah, you know, so, if you, you count know. both sides. Right. Yeah. So that makes it so much more efficient. Like So that whole line runs right through the middle of the property, dividing it really just right yeah, in half. Right in the middle. And then, so we've got, what, six tires out there? Six tires, yeah. So, yeah. And Works then they have float valves in them that work very much like a toilet bowl yeah. float mm-hmm. valve. Yeah. Exactly like it. So, so it's a thousand times the price. Right. <laughs> but, we could use the toilet one. They said, yeah, the toilet bowl ones, uh, there's some downsides. Uh, I feel like our cows aren't that rough with the valves. Yeah, it doesn't seem like They it. say that some cows can get kind of rough and like break those toilet uh, bowl ones. Yeah. These ones are supposed to. Not like, built for cattle. Huh? Yeah, these ones are supposed <laughs> to handle, hold up better. Uh, yeah. They yeah, time will tell. They right. <laughs> So far, and then along that same line, we also had to install electric so that when we're moving the cows, because all you need to move the cows is a single poly wire, which is fantastic if you've ever if had other animals. <laughs> you get cows that are previously well, trained. Right. It's right. important to your research there. It and does don't take believe some training. people when they say, <laughs> yes, I've trained these cows right. to be on a single poly wire. Right, right. <laughs> and then they're selling it and you're like, no, that's probably why. Why are you selling me your <laughs> wild cow that won't stay in the fence? But we've had pretty good luck, though. I mean, uh, yeah, I'd say for the most part, we're down to the ones that I would, are Yeah, I would say every time we've gotten a new cow or a new couple of cows, the first one or two times yeah. we go out there, they're out. Yeah. Yeah. But they're never, well, a couple of times they've been far away. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Unfindable. Most of the time, they're pretty close by. But that's but, why we have the perimeter fence. So um, they can't. Yeah, you got to have the perimeter fence. Yeah. So that we we had, and I'm not going to say we'll never have it again because I don't want to jinx ourselves. But um, <laughs> we had, like early on, we had a couple of, two times maybe, where all the cows were out. In different one, places. One oh. time specifically. Oh, yeah, that one day. I remember oh my Lane called and he's like. It was after market day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Lane's like, I Sheer can terror. find like two <laughs> cows. Terror. It got to the point where when I knew Lane was moving the cows and he called me, I was like, oh, Not no. <laughs> but uh, he called and he's like, I can only find like two or three cows. And we have, at that time, I think we had like 18. Yeah. 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 And so we're like, all right, we'll come out. We loaded up the family. We bought a lot of cows from different places. So what ended up happening is all the cows that knew each other went off in their own herds in different parts. It was like someone scattershot (laughs) to the four four corners of the property. The four corners, yeah. How did we get it? We had all our kids out there. We had spent the whole day here on our property having a a market day. So we were exhausted, and it was hot, and we were out there. We were like, what? It was like middle of June. the worst possible thing. But, uh, I mean, I would say even that, like, it's surpri- surprisingly, we got them back, not two, with like a ton of It probably of took us two hours, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised. At- there was a moment of terror, I will say. <sighs> yeah. I feel like we need to talk about the quality of a pasture now, because 
There is a section, we call it the 10 acres section, because it's kind of sectioned off. You can cut it off and it can be its own thing. But that property had been mowed by somebody that was a neighbor there, and he'd been using it for like a putt of. That's true. Half of it, he was using it for whatever. Driving range. Driving range. You find golf balls like crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wheeling. The Christmas trees are still, the Christmas tree lights are still still in the trees. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. So he just was, it was a free. Free property for him to enjoy because he lives in a subdivision that backs up to the to the property. Well, you know, obviously we we reconnected the barbed wire he had cut, and now um, it grow it grows, and now we can see that it's not nice green, lush one inch pasture land. It's just a field of poison ivy. I've never seen anything <laughs> like it. <laughs> and so that day, of course, the cows were out there, and I remember you just you kind of get claustrophobia when you're standing in the middle of it because you can't fall down. And it's tall, so you feel like you're going to trip. Oh, my God. It I mean, was, like, up to my belly button or higher. Yeah, yeah. it's ter- it's ter- literally terrifying. I can't imagine. Yeah, we more. quickly learned um, always wear pants. Right? <laughs> and always wear Thick long pants. sleeves and gloves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah always. And always. a hat because then you have the deer flies and right. the horse flies. Yeah, yeah that are trying they're, to bite you. They're constantly biting you. So we call it the shoe. That's our hopeful <laughs> word. But the we also call it Satan's pasture. Satan's pasture. It, well, yeah. you have to translate the shoe. Yeah, we're going to... Yeah, okay, so the shoe. What is the translation is of the, the shoe? Shoe in Hebrew means to return or... Uh, re, re, it's probably the closest word to regenerate uh, in Hebrew. Literally, our Israeli friend... One of our Israeli friends told me it literally means again. And yeah. she wanted to specify that it was not a good translation of regenerate. But <laughs> I you, feel like that is exactly you know what regenerate Israelis, that's what they like to do. So. <laughs> Love Israelis. They're very, like, they pick apart the language like crazy. It's pretty fun. But the word shuv just has a ring to it. The word to regenerate was like a 12-letter word that <laughs> did not have the same ring to Lots it. Lots of so. consonants. So if you're a Hebrew speaker out there and you want to correct us, that's fine. But. Um, we're calling it the sheave anyhow. I like again anyways. I we're feel gone. like that, right? We're trying we're to get gone. it to a place where it can again be, you know, somewhat natural, somewhat like managed and somewhat the again and, and really abundant. Yeah, when again. You picture the word sheave. You see it in flowers and nice. Is that how you scrolly. picture it? Yeah. You're like, man, it's a really nice word. I can see that on a bag of something. Yeah, yeah, it's marketable, right? But if we call it Satan's pasture. <laughs> People are probably not going to buy stuff from that. Right? That's so, a whole different oh, kind of yeah. thing to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Sheol, Sheol is the Hebrew word for hell, so we could call it Sheol. It almost has a ring to it. No, I like yeah. it. It's too right. The shoe is stuck. But we were calling it the least land. The we were like, land. yeah, no. Let's, we we gotta, are, get we're like, it's got to have a name. It's got to have a name. You know how we do it. Everything has to be named. And I also firmly believe that intention is half the battle. So, you know, we have the schoolhouse, right? And people walk in and they're like, yeah, I can envision the students sitting here and <laughs> You know, this was not, it was a farmhouse. It's never a schoolhouse. We just have called it that and made it that through like just words. Right. So we also have the West Wing in our house and everybody calls it the West Wing, even though most people probably call it a bonus room. I'm not even sure if it's on the West side of your house. It is. is. Okay. I had to think about it. But anyway, so yeah, we're going to, we're making the shoe of the shoe. So the other major project we had on the shoe was the mulching. Yeah. the, but we also have to talk about electricity, how you made that work, because yeah, that's yeah. huge. But yeah, well, let's talk about the mulching. So we we realized that... I feel like you got to head up this, because <laughs> Lane put in 40 hours oh. of, of mulching. We, we realized that a normal bush hog is probably not going to get it. 
Mm. Um, I went out there with my little tractor and like it overheated and it just was not going to work. It was returning to forest. Three years yeah. of nothing and no one even touching foot yeah. in there was returning. I mean, to I'm not exaggerating. Like it was head high and yeah. I'm six foot one. Yeah. So it was <laughs> real thick. What was growing? There were pine trees. Oh. Those Bradford pear the things. Pears, honeysuckle, mm. and a lot of blackberries. Yeah. yeah and so many amount. blackberries. Um, so luckily, I have a friend who owns a... Um, Lane is very well connected, if you haven't figured that out. <laughs> Kubota skid steer. And I knew he had a um, bush hog for it, which is like an extreme bush hog. Like, it can take trees down like four inches in diameter. Yeah. So wow. was, in fact, it did. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and um, his his kids go to the school, too. Right. So he also has like a vested interest in right. the success of the school. So, yeah. so he was happy to let us borrow it. Well... He was, very generous. he was going to come out there and do it himself. And the first day was just a train wreck. It rained and it was muddy and we all got stuck and <laughs> it was a mess. Like so, it was so bad that the tow truck. The, yeah, got I stuck. had to pull the tow truck. Out. <laughs> right. They, they trying to pull him out. It was, oh my goodness. Anyway, so I think he was like, took a, a break from it. And I was like, you know, telling him, I was like, hey, I'll, I'll be glad to do it. Mm. Just uh, give me the keys. Give me the keys. You know? <laughs> I mean, we're talking about a brand new Kubota skid steer. Gotta break was, that in. Just, I mean, we were fitted out. Broke it, in. It, it was like, a, it was probably a hundred grand. Yeah. yeah. For this thing. Like, yeah. And we were like at the same time looking at like, okay, if, you know, he can't do it, we might have to rent one. Yeah. And um, I think we figured it was going to, for what we could afford, it was going to be like, Three hundred and fifty dollars a day for us to have. And it would have taken two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, this thing had I think it was like thirty hours on it. Still had the plastic on the seat. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but it was enclosed cab, air conditioning, (laughs) radio. radio. (laughs) It had a air ride seat. Oh my god! Uh, I mean, it was a Cadillac. Yeah. So finally, he's like, "Yeah, just go ahead." Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so i packed my lunch one day several days actually but first day we get in it and i just take off and um 40 hours later in that thing <laughs> you were ready to be done we were done yeah. we, we had cut all 40 acres pretty much except for the pond right the pond and that little foresty area yeah there was a couple spots that yeah, it just wasn't going to, it wasn't going to work because of hills or this mm-hmm. or that. But yeah. it was exciting and scary all at the same time because this thing would literally hit a, like a, a tree, a three inch, four inch wide tree and explode. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and not even slow down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you definitely didn't want to like hit somebody with it. Yeah. <laughs> or, or something. Like, Plus, yeah, they're potentially, like, I mean, in all this overgrowth, people had been using it. There could have been, I mean, I know for a fact there's one bathtub. I mean, if you hit yeah, that, there's, a, bathtub, you know, there's like, a grave. There's, yeah, I don't, oh. we're not talking about the grave. <laughs> <laughs> it's dug, but it's not uh, full. Yeah. <laughs> it's just right. Someone started digging, and then I, I think like, what happened is they, they were being forced to dig it. I don't know. And then why. they were like, what's that over there? And then they ran the other way. <laughs> they were digging their own grave. Yeah, they were digging like, the, like a gunpoint. And, yeah, and then so they got away. Almost fell in the grave <laughs> with the skid steer. Oh my gosh. Real bad. Oh, um, yeah. I'm not, there's nothing else it could have been. I don't understand. Like, no. where it's at it on the property. It was six feet under. It's right? like six by whatever. Yeah. It literally is a perfect rectangle <laughs> with dirt mound up on one side. Yeah. Like, I don't know what else. Maybe somebody just wanted to see like what it was like to dig a grave. 
Yeah. <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. We have good stories. Maybe it was a grave and somebody dug it out. Dug it up. They, that could have happened too. <laughs> anyway. They were getting ready to sell the property. They knew oh. they had like a million dollars stashed in that coffin. Yeah. And they were like, before I leave this property, I got to go dig that up. Yeah. Or maybe there was like a family member they wanted oh. to take with them. A, yeah. So it could know. go anyway, really any could. direction. Use your imagination. But you anyway. Find, you find all kinds of good stuff. <laughs> Out there, yeah. So, I think like, what really quick though, because I'm curious. Like, if we couldn't have had access to that machinery, we or maybe we could only have like a day with a piece of equipment like that. Would it have been efficient or like effective to just clear paths for like the water line and the and the main power line that we use, and then for for moving the lines for the cattle? Sort of across and divide it up. I think that was like one of our ideas, but yeah. I think the reality of it is it would not have been enough. And at that point, we didn't really know what it looked like fully grown up either. Right. So yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah, now knowing what we know, I don't uh, think what so. What we've right. seen so far is like the cows do not like the blackberry. They won't eat And them. these blackberries are like, they're mean. Yeah. They're like, they're the thorniest. Yeah. Blackberry well, and they just grow up and then fall down. So it's like a bunch of hoops of blackberries everywhere like that you're tripping me. over. And even when you cut them, then they're on the ground and you trip over that and they just stick Even to like everything. my Carhartt pants, they still <laughs> tear break holes through in those. It. Yeah. Yes. I mean, they, but I think the reality is if we would have just done that, like fence lines, water lines, I, I think the cows would not go have into enough. that. Yeah. 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 Plus, I mean, the grass you're, we're trying to, to grow wouldn't have had the sunlight. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. I have um, seen people to... that will bring in like 300 head of full size black to Angus. To really trample. In like, yeah, and just force make them. them through it. Yeah, force them through it. But I mean, they say their legs get cut up and their undersides. I and, bet. You know, yeah. Like, it's udders. Yeah. Oh, udders. Yeah. If you had females. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's talk about electric before we move electric. on because the way that's set up is pretty ingenious too. Not I think. electric. 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 With electric. An L. Electric. Electric. Yeah. <laughs> Lane's electric. So electric. that one fell on me pretty much. Yeah. That, that yeah you headed that up. And it's really like when you look at the, it's a solar charger, but it's when I started looking at the solar, all in one solar chargers, they were either like 900 to $2,000 for something decent or they just didn't have any like zap to them. So you, I was talking with somebody that works for Ken Cove, and he said to just piece it all together, which I didn't even realize was an option. So then I just got a 40-watt solar panel, a charger that can run on a battery, and Lane donated a battery to us. And It's a car battery? No, it is a, it's a deep cycle yeah. battery. Okay. Which that's it's like important. a marine yeah. RV camper, oh, right. like deep cycle. And battery. the deep cycle just makes it so it can charge over and over again. Is yeah. that what it means by deep cycle? Yeah, just it can yeah. be drained and recharged, basically. Like without. a car battery wouldn't be able to handle that. Not as long. No, yeah. it just puts too much strain on it. Yeah. Yeah, and Drew had found we had we had a caddy that we bought. <laughs> yeah. The plan was <laughs> back up. What kind of caddy? A golf caddy. A golf, caddy. <laughs> golf bag caddy. Yeah. So it was. We bought that specifically for fencing, hoping that we could rig up something to gather all our premier fencing or netting when we are on our property. And Drew never got around to like nah. making that work. But it was, you know, it was kicking around and he's like, oh, this would be great because then we can wheel the solar panel around the property. Yeah. Originally, that was our thought. <laughs> that we would move it with each paddock move because it was mm-hmm. like on, it has two wheels and like little kickstand thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And it kept the solar panel kind of up and like even at the right angle. Right. So it worked really well, but then it kind of. The whole, well, we made it so that it held the battery at the base and that's like kind of what kept it from cantilevering backwards and that whole piece broke off. The whole (laughs) thing was black or plastic, black plastic, and it just broke. Yeah. Yeah. I think the big thing was trying to pull up the grounding rod and redriving it every time. Yeah, Yeah, it always is when you're moving. You're kind of like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So we took that water line. Now is also the power line. And there's just a power line that goes all the way, cuts the property just like the water line across. Um, And all you have to do is tap in when you move a poly wire. You just tap into that main power line. And it's it's perfect. Yeah, it's just a single poly wire. And now it goes all the way across the property, then across the dam wall. And then, then around the pond. And then around the inside of the pond. Because you don't want your cattle in your pond, folks. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> You're so, going to muddy it up. Yeah. No, so, they will. Just, I mean, that is true. Livestock will kind of destroy the edge of a pond. Or so. they'll climb in it and get stuck and die. <clears throat> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about some of those happenstances. So we actually, it's such a funny thing because, you know, once you like decide you're going to do something, it kind of just falls into place often. And that's kind of, I, I would say that that happened. Lane unleashed a dam of interesting events that have transpired to pull this all together. <laughs> and one of those happens to be, we have cows, lots of cows, you know, like a year ago at this time we had zero cows. No, we had three, two, three. Anyway, we're really quickly acquiring cows around here. Yeah. When for years, cows were so expensive, we just could not like legitimize purchasing one for fear that if they died, then, uh, you know, we'd be, be out all that money. $2,000 <laughs> or something. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot to lose. I mean, you're talking about chickens as like the gateway yeah. livestock, oh, right? Gateway, right. Yeah. We're into the hard oh, stuff. Yeah. Now. <laughs> we're, we're into the like the heroin type of livestock. I'm not loving this. The heroin of livestock. That's like a you're in the, um, It's true. Because now, yeah. oh my gosh, all I want is more cows. That's oh. totally true. I feel like I can't um, have enough cows. Like no. I, it is like for me, it's like the you know, like you said, the chicken math. Now it's like the cow math. I'm oh, always it's worse, like, yeah. I'm always looking at cows for sale. I'm like, oh, can we get another <laughs> one? How many cows can we get? And I mean, we do have an end goal of actually selling a cow or two, but we have yet to get there. We've sold one to some really trusting relatives, and we're getting ready to process one, so that's going to be sort of like selling one. And yeah, I mean, it's exciting to sort of see the whole process, but the way the cows have come to us have been from here, there, and everywhere. And then our real goal is just to find cows that can survive the same pasture at this right. point. And right? I feel like we've got... I think like, we are there now. They, they say minimum it takes nine months for <clears throat> cows to adapt to their Acclimate, yeah. their landscape and the like. More cutting edge science says three years. So we're we're starting to get into the window. Of we're getting there. We months. have a major goal. Yeah. Like we just got um, <clears throat> another piney woods heifer with the hope that her and her her calf is also a piney wood cow and her heifer. And so we're hoping that we will have. Uh, learning cow terminology has been half it's the battle, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we're hoping, you know, they'll impregnate with the Dexter bowl that we have. So we, had, oh, that was another adventure was we, <laughs> all the cows that we got were male, except for a few that we bought and they were all bulls. And that, bulls. that was a bit of a problem. All bulls. All bulls. And so we were like, okay, they're fighting every time we come out here. Well, not it's, all of them, to well, be fair. Yeah. Just two. <laughs> just, just two, two yeah. yeah. But it was just nerve-wracking and a little bit terrifying to kind of be in a herd of bulls all the time. And so I was like, you know, surely somebody somebody will just come out and do it. Because we're like, how are we going to steer these things? And there's, lo and behold, a guy who that's his job. He just yeah, drives from know. place He's a, to place. That was not a guy. That was... 
He's a, a cowboy, legend. dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we were like, we can't afford it. But when we asked him what the price was, it was stupid. It was like $30 a cow or oh something. I think it ended up costing us like $140 to Total. do all of those. What was it? Like 18 Hands down, the oh, best money we spent out there, This I guy say. taught Clint Eastwood how to be a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was real Legit. Cowboy. Yeah, like, he was legit. He showed up sure. with a truck with a head gate on the back of it. Thankfully, mm-hmm. we have the barn, so we were able to drive him in there mm-hmm. and then push him through this head gate and he would reach in there and was like too too few of cuts it was a little bit too easy how quick he yeah. was <laughs> cutting nuts and it was like and done and then yeah. the cow would be i mean of course a lot of them were a little freaked out mm. but m- most of them came out of that head gate and went and found grass and started eating so you know yeah. you think oh man this is going to be like a traumatic experience for them no. i mean you know, it, I've, I've seen much worse. So, yeah. yeah, I was pretty impressed. I would say the only, like, ones that really put up a fight just didn't want to be touched. It no, they were right. wild. Yeah. Because yeah. we had actually just got some cows yeah. that day. Yeah. Before That's right. We came. got a delivery that day. That's right. We <laughs> it was like Zebu was It was Zebu. Right? Yeah. yeah. He, <laughs> we're like, we, welcome. Oh, we had two deliveries. We had two deliveries that day. That's right. Because yeah. we got... Oh, it yeah. was like a beautifully Z- oh. choreographed day that day because we were like, okay, Friday, we're going to be there. We're going to do one, two, three things. Yeah. Well, that, that's Logistics the other thing. Logistics were on point. <laughs> yeah. So the shoot is about 24 minutes from our house mm-hmm. and it's what, like 10 minutes from yours? Yeah. 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 10 minutes from Lane's house. So when you go out there, you do want like things to be like efficient. efficient. I love yeah. Efficiency. Yeah. Like I love it. If you forget a tool at home, like, oh, you if you not. forget a tool in your truck, <laughs> And so you're all the way in the back. That <laughs> is true. You really try to figure out how to do whatever yeah. you need to do without I, the tool. Right? I have used my pocket knife as a screwdriver, oh. like before I got upgraded to a pocket knife with hey. a screwdriver. Thank you, Lane. Milwaukee. Um, Milwaukee. I used my pocket knife for a lot of things out there. And for a while, I just carried a backpack with, like, yeah. a crud ton of tools in it. And then, you know, <laughs> summer came, and I was like, it is too it's hot. Too well, then hot. we decided to leave the hammer with with the stakes, which is smart. To just yeah. have a dedicated hammer yeah, out yeah. there to, to hammer in posts. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, and even, I mean, the gas tank, if you forget to take the gas oh, tank to yeah. the water pump. I mean, that's a, a lot of... <laughs> the last time we went out there with the kids, and I was like, go in the barn and make sure the gas, bu- gas can's not in there. And they were like, Why? I was like, because if you walk down to the water pump and find out it's not there, <laughs> then you have to walk back to the barn oh, and get man. it. And then you have to walk back to the water We've pump. We've timed it. It's a 15-minute walk. Just yeah. About, yeah. Uh, I love what it does, though, is it makes you really think where I think when everything's so convenient, you don't have to make such a plan. And I think it's an important skill to yeah. develop to just, you know, what do I need before I leave? Now, would um, I like to have an ATV out there? I would. But... I do think there is something of like actually walking the pasture and seeing the grass. Like, oh, I'd say Lane and Drew have both lost several pounds <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on this program. I, I, um, I was telling Eliza, I was like, the game I like to play walking back from the water pump is I like to name every species of grass. Yeah. As I take a step. Well, what do they say? So, that the, I don't play the, that. Best, <laughs> yeah. the best. The best. Should. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you will. You are learning. The the best fertilizer for any pasture is the farmer's, farmer's footprint. footprint. Yeah. And exactly. you can't leave a footprint on an ATV. 
No, you can't. You can get from point A to point B. <laughs> yeah, you can't real quick. You can leave a nice tire track. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is true. But yeah, acquiring the cows, just back to that. You know, we have the programs through Savory Institute. We have some experience through our association affiliation with Savory Andrews accredited professional stance to get these cows that are kind of castaways from a dairy farm, which sounds good in theory, yeah. but you they're not to, shuv cows. You have sadly. to have a calloused heart, I would say. You do. You have to yeah, really. These are some real pampered yeah we, and pam- by bulls. pampered he means weak they are weak i mean they're just not meant to survive or thrive in a real world environment they or, like or grain. worse than real world <laughs> <right>? <laughs> maybe <laughs> they like being bottle fed they like grain they like things that that's not the goal they, or, so they're supposed to come from a grass-fed only farm but I guess they get treats. You, I mean, if you, so, treats. it's in northern the north, right? So that yeah. grass is going to be real pretty and lush, especially yeah. if it's been used and and, and the temperature is not going to be one hundred and twenty right. degrees. So I think yeah. it's a shock for these cows, right, to come from that situation. And they have like ours. shelters that they can go in, and apparently like cooling fans. And, you know, oh like, my goodness! Yeah, they're they're big babies. <laughs> they love it luxury is. cows. So they came from that to the middle of Virginia, like south. East Virginia, I guess. In the mountains. In the mountains. And then they spent a little time there, and then they came to us. How many total have we gotten? Uh, From from them? Twelve? I think nine. Nine? Is it nine? The first one was six. And then six, yeah, the first time. And then then six again when Morgan came, and then we got a couple. Six or five. You guys brought back. Oh, yeah, and then we brought some back, too. I was thinking it was more like ten or eleven. How many have we lost? <laughs> That's what I was trying to get at. So out of that, we've, I think it's maybe, tw- let's say 12. We've lost four. Is that right? I think so. How many skulls yeah. do we have? Okay, yeah. so, and by lost, I mean they've died. They've died. Like a slow kind of like, they just don't thrive. And so on, on the flip side of that is we also have Dexter's. And the Dexters are like stout, stout, and they know how to fight. They know how to like survive on scrubland. So you'll see like, They'll be the first to the water, and the dairy cows are like standing back waiting. And to be fair, there are a few of these dairy cows that are, they're not, they don't look like they're totally different build because a dairy yeah. cow is a yeah. skinny cow right. compared to the Dexters or the Piney Wood, but yeah. they um, are, they, I would say, thriving for their, you know, their build. Roscoe. And Roscoe. Yeah. A couple of the others are, I think, yeah. looking pretty dang good. Yeah, I, I would say that I think everybody that's alive now. Is probably with the exception of Bubbles. I feel like he could still go either way. <laughs> he just keeps yeah, kicking. <laughs> so Bubbles has lost a lot of weight, but it's kind of like it's part of it is like even through the donation program, they're like, yeah, some of these are not going to make it. And that's just kind of, you know, the alternative would be the dairy would just kill them as babies and. I don't know. They just put them in the compost pile. Yeah. Or, you know, I think so it gave us a really unique opportunity to say, oh, we have access to free cows. And then we're like, oh, we have access to a place we could lease. Let's match those two. Right. right. Yeah. And then, you know, as we, we've learned with free things, free things are free for a reason. Right. Like there's, there's no way there's we could have bought 10. Nothing's for free. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 We wouldn't have been able to buy 10 cows. And right. we've we've been really diligent, too, I think, in this learning experience of, OK, when we do buy cows, what do we need them to provide? Like what qualities do they need to have? And also, you know, how are they serving not just us, but our ultimate space, which, you know, we have 10 acres, Lane has five acres that we can graze animals on. And what kind of animal is going to thrive in those situations? Because I think we know the majority of people 
really are in that same place, right? Like small acreage, want maybe one or two cows. What can what would work on their property? What can they? How can we create a, a lineage that's going to be a good match for those specific circumstances? And even forty acres is not a lot compared to how most people are raising herds of cattle. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. So and I and like I think we could spend more time and maybe we will on like pasture management and planning and stuff. But like we the eighteen to sixteen cows, however many we have now, we I mean they're on like about a half acre at a time paddock. Mm-hmm. So they're like small paddocks that we move often. For two days. For two days generally, yeah. yeah. And I would say, you know, I every time I go out there, especially the last month or two, I think there is a notable difference in the quality of the forage. So it's pretty exciting, I think. I mean, Drew thinks that too, I think. But I do, <laughs> yeah. I just, I mean... Honestly, sometimes I go out there and I'm like, Super oh my discouraging. gosh, yeah, are we ever going to like, Have an because the reality mm-hmm. is like, so we did that massive like bush hogging that Lane did, but we also have to bush hog behind them. What have we done the whole property? Maybe twice we bush hogged it. And to clarify no, what we're really using for that. Only once. Yeah. Lane, what, Lane has Some a tractor. What are we using to brush hog? Because just describe your uh, outfit. It's bush hog. I know, but your tractor, like, it's not the same as, like, a Kubota <laughs> no, or, you no. know, so what are we using? I have, it's just a little 22 horsepower Mahindra tractor. Yeah. And then a four-foot bush hog. It's a four-foot bush hog, yeah. yeah. So it took me four hours to do about five acres. Right. So, I mean, it's, it takes some time to do yeah. that. and It's, it's like, not the skid steer. And you, like, do right. that, and then, like, you come out a week later and all the blackberries are, like, burp, 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 and you're, mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, yeah. like. I, it like encourages them. Yeah, to <laughs> it's a battle. But yeah. at the same time, the grass—you can literally see the grass growing yeah. in between them. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's working. It's just gonna be a while. It's not. It's like it always reminds me of like na- nature never hurries. You know, it's like a saying, and it's yeah. like it's like that is so true out there. Like yeah. there's there's no like really fast forwarding that. I think that there are some fast forwards, but you have to, it take a lot more intensive like work. So we talked about heavier footprint of cattle and then on a smaller section, but then we'd have to go out there like once a day or twice a day and move yeah, them yeah. just to trample all of that a little bit more effectively to get manure spread a little bit more like, yeah. blanketed. But, you know, I mean, you have to, it has to be holistic, right? It has to be what you can right. manage. It has to be what Yeah, you can. it has to be a balance. Right. Exactly. Yeah, because, I mean, the reality is from the time you hit the gate to the time you get back to the gate, it's about two hours. Yeah. An hour, an hour to two hours. If we bring the whole family, we can knock it out yeah, in an hour. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. Unless there's something bad happened. Right. Yeah, I would <laughs> yeah. say you're, the biggest thing is how much water have they drank because mm. the pump's got to be the first thing to get cut yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. The fills that start filling the tote back up. The tote was like, what was it still? It was a quarter full. full. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, This summer, like, they were drinking it down. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like 275 gallons every two days. And they don't have shelter unless they're in the treed area. I mean, they definitely enjoy the cedars that are out there. They always have trees in their paddocks. There's no paddocks that don't have trees. But yeah, generally, I mean, they're they're not in a barn with a fan. No. So, no. Um, so I would say let's wrap it up. I mean, yeah. I, I would say like the lesson learned is that <laughs> I, I don't know the full lesson Friend learned yet. I haven't. Uh, we're not going to take any calls. No, we're not taking. Yeah, a caller. One. What call, question? If do you someone have? calls in, we'll answer. Oh my gosh, um, <laughs> that'd be fun. <laughs> uh, I I think like I would encourage if you have the opportunity to do it, do it. Um, I think that there's a 
a massive amount. If of, it aligns with how much time yeah, you have. I was going to say there's a financial mm-hmm. and a time that, like, those two, I mean, I think all in we're at, like, nine, ten. Just because you know somebody that has land that right. you can use does not mean you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> I right. think is one yeah. tip. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know, like, if you would have known Lane everything that was going to go into this, would you still have done it? Yeah, I got plenty of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were fortunate that Lane partnered with us because, A, he's closer. B, he has a lot of resources that we just don't have. And, I mean, he's the best friend for that anyways. And he's he's really more of family than friend. So it's worked out really well. But ultimately, I don't think we could have done it without the resources Lane brought to the table or we would have had to spend more money than we had to put into something like this right now. Yeah, it was like, I, I mean, I could have probably done it on my own. I mean, it, yeah, it's a team effort for mm-hmm. sure. It for sure is. Yeah, I saw someone say, like, never go into partnership on cattle. And I told Lacey, I was like, you know, I think that's true. Like, I would not go into partnership on cattle with anybody but Lane. I think that what, what like, that boils down to is there's just not money to be made. You know, like, I think we will in the end turn a profit. But it's so much investment. <laughs> I know, right? There's meat to be made. Meat. I just wanted some meat. Uh, and also, I mean, we've tried partnerships before and it's been, it can be, it can be really challenging. But, you know, like I said, Lane's family, not, not really a partner. We're kind of a partners anyways. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> He stuck with us mm. anyway, but yeah, I this was a fun call, Lane. What do you think? Yeah, Any closing blast. thoughts? I had a blast. <laughs> what? It's a whirlwind. I mean, what, what do you think? Would you what would you tell someone if they're going to lease property? Mm. I would say sleep on it. Don't <laughs> don't uh, just jump right in. Really, like think about what it's going to take yeah. to do it. But, yeah. yeah, I mean that's like I, I don't think we really. Put together like, well, at least I didn't. We know. didn't do like a cost <laughs> cost analysis on it. Right. We did reach really out good. to several other cattle people though, and we're like, "Should we do it? Should we do it?" And they're like, "It's fast. Yeah, you should do it." Yeah. I, I will say one thing that still haunts me a little bit is that most people say that you should do a ten year lease mm. on any property that you're going to lease, right? And we did three years because I was thinking that's about how long it'll take to raise the cows for beef. But they say like ten years. By the time we put in this much work, you don't want to turn around in three years and move out. Right. So Um, we're what on like nine months now or something. I think we started in like March, right? I thought we were out there in January, February fixing the fence. Maybe we were. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So another question I have is like, if we were gonna expand to another property, what would be the things you would look for in that property before you got started? I would not lease another one in this bad of shape. I don't think. Yeah, It'd have well, to have been grazed more recently, you yeah. think? Or cleared? Something. I would really like for it to have power. Well, power, I guess, is not. Power, I would say water is the big Water, like, yeah. You gotta, they gotta have water. Yeah. Mm. And laying all that out again, like, I'm gonna need a lease that's a long lease. Because, I mean, we put in a ton of time just right. setting up the water. That and yeah, I I would not want all those brambles like we have if I was gonna start another one. Look for for the plants that you are hoping to find. I mean, I would rather have it have broom sedge. Yeah, than, yeah. Than yeah. That, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, you can walk through broom sedge. Yeah, right. and we've turned this broom sedge around right yeah. here in less yeah. than a year. Yeah, yeah. That's huh. an easy fit. Yeah, like thinking back now. Yeah, you know, roll out some hay bales during yeah. the winter, keep the cows tight. You know, you can get rid of broom sedge. What about the size of the past or the property? 
I'm almost like, you know, a smaller property would maybe be easier. You maybe. know, you get like five acres and six yeah, acres. Yeah, I mean, I it think you run into like, so with ours, the quality level is so low that mm-hmm. we need that much acreage to keep the cows from starving. Fed, right. Yeah. And as the pasture gets better, we'll be able to like double, triple the amount of cows we have. But yeah, I don't know. You five, just have to kind of equivalent yeah. what, what's a good, yeah. Because if you had really poor quality on five mm-hmm. acres, you might only be able to do one cow, you know? Mm. Yeah. That well. It's a different topic. That's a, different a whole day. other day, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the cow, the literal cow math. All right. Well, I think this was a very fun call. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> and then everybody, if you're thinking about leasing a property and want some help on that. Guidance. Yeah, some guidance. Um, Fast forward. Some answer questions answered. We'll yeah. give you Lane's phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Just send us an email and we will send you Lane's phone number. <laughs> or you can uh, go to the schoolhouselife.com and click on the Homestead Audit button and we'd be happy to help you get that process started. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs>